Chris, this may or may, may not, may or may not be from my heyday. Maybe not. I think it might be, but I, I'm not 100% sure. All right, welcome in, everybody. Good to be with you. Thanks for being with us here today. Big day on the show. We got a lot of ECU-related uh, info for you, of course. But we've also got, uh, and I'm pretty excited about this, uh, a real legend as uh, we're going to talk to ENC Zone, uh, Cedric Cornbread Maxwell today. Uh, Cedric's on the uh, Boston Celtics radio network now. We got game three of the uh, NBA Finals back in Boston tonight. So we're going to hear from uh, Cedric Maxwell. It'll be a lot of fun to have him on the uh, show. That's coming up in the second half hour. Little programming note for uh, last uh, or for tomorrow. Uh, really stoked about this. Audrey Leclerc is going to join us, the daughter of Keith Leclerc. It's been a little while since we talked to her. When we talked to Audrey last on the radio, uh, she was in um, about to go into med school, and she's completed the schooling part of that. Now she's uh, uh, involved with her clinicals and all that, but she's got some time for us tomorrow. So we're going to link up with Audrey Leclerc. Uh, on uh, what is uh, kind of the vision of Keith LeClaire, Super Regionals being played in Greenville, ultimately on your way to Omaha. So uh, that'll be real cool to have her on tomorrow. She's a really, really sweet girl, uh, nice young lady, and has uh, uh, grown into someone I'm sure, uh, certainly uh, Keith's widow is proud of, but I'm sure Coach LeClaire would be very, very proud of too. So we'll get an update on uh, her and JD and just get her thoughts on everything going down this weekend. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, in, uh, I, I really can't say intern Chris now because you're kind of running the show and you're involved in the talk of the town. What is it? Uh, C2, the DJ? What is, what is it you go by? What is this ridiculous My old moniker? DJ name was DJ C Squared. DJ C Squared. Uh, are you well today? Is everything good? Are I'm we doing well, yeah. It was fun on talk of the town this morning. Ready to get back at it. You're doing that P-Man double shift. That's a crazy... It's a crazy thing. That's yeah, I know. I'm about tired of you. <laughs> Trust me when I tell you, you're not the only one. <laughs> I believe you, yeah. No, I'm just playing. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, trust me when I tell you that. Uh, all right, so uh, we got a lot of exciting uh, stuff scheduled today. We heard from uh, Coach Godwin. Uh, somewhere out there, we uh, are, are efforting the uh, audio clip that has started to make the rounds on social media of Texas's coach. Uh, who is familiar with East Carolina in the jungle after uh, starting his uh, tenure at Tulane as a head coach before heading on to Texas. Uh, so we've got some of that audio for you in addition to Cedric Cornbread Maxwell today. So I'm really stoked about today's show. Uh, we know we got the ref, Philip Pilkington, uh, intern Noah, who's a big TV behind-the-scenes star, running around as well. They're getting that audio together for you. We'll hear from Coach Godwin coming up. He did say that C.J. Mayhew will be the starter. Uh, in the game uh, that was announced uh, earlier this afternoon. And uh, so C.J. Mayhew will get the uh, ball for the uh, Pirates uh, tomorrow. That makes uh, a lot of sense, quite obviously. Uh, Mayhew on the uh, season uh, is a 5-1 ERA of 282, uh, 29 appearances, 11 starts so far. And uh, he threw uh, five innings, allowing one run. And uh, three hits and struck out two last time out. He earned a uh, victory to start the regional. So uh, C.J. Mayhew will be uh, on the uh, on the bump, as it were, for uh, ECU tomorrow. So that's uh, some of the other news for today. Something else that they announced. Uh, let me go and find this here. Uh, this was just announced within the last hour for uh, ECU uh, baseball this weekend. Uh, a special pirate tailgate and watch party for the Super Regional. As you know, it is sold out. That announcement was made this afternoon. They had some 7,500 ticket requests, and ECU was able to fulfill 4,600 of them. Now, the remaining tickets you know, go to Texas for their allotment. There's some general public tickets that were made available. There's the players and the coaches, and so there's all of that. Uh, Greenville, visit Greenville NC and ECU Athletics are going to host uh, 
a baseball super original tailgate and watch party for the games between Texas and ECU and Greenville. The super regionals we've mentioned is sold out. So the fans are invited to the free event located on Howard and Lynn Swain promenade in the Burt family premium lot. That area is located behind the first base side of Clark LeClaire stadium. Uh, so the tailgate and watch party will be held uh, from, uh, well, they're going to open the gates. The watch party starts Friday at 10 in the morning. First pitch, of course, at noon. Nine in the morning for Saturday, first pitch at noon. So really a tailgate. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, and the event is sponsored by Visit Greenville NC. It'll feature an 18-foot viewing screen, uh, tailgate games, food trucks, and beverages. Fans are encouraged to get there. Right, so listen in real carefully to this. This is for the tailgate fans are encouraged to bring chairs coolers blankets and to enjoy the event uh parking for the pirates tailgate and watch party at the belk building parking lot off charles uh parking will be 10 bucks now keep in mind this weekend you got pitt county high school graduation happening there are football camps going on the regional super regional activities so get there early because there's plenty of other events going on around uh, campus, and it's just uh, parking will be at a premium. Uh, and again, this is brought to you by the uh, good folks at the Visit Greenville NC. So uh, that's going on tomorrow. Uh, we've got our concert on the Common tomorrow as well. I'm going to give you some more details about that coming up in a few minutes. Uh, and uh, it's just going to be, I, I would say, wherever you're going Friday and Saturday, if it's around the campus, if it's to the game, if it's to the watch party, if it's to one of the graduations, uh, if you're dropping a kid off at football camp, you just need to do all of that as early as possible because it's going to be a real madhouse around game time and all that. Uh, another thing that we're going to be doing tomorrow, or excuse me, Friday, this will be Friday, uh, after the game, we're going to have uh, the Patrick Johnson show for you. And we'll be doing it live from the stadium. In fact, uh, Chris and I were just kind of talking about this before we went on here. Um, the Pirates are going to uh, be hosting uh, over on our sister station, Talk 96.3 and uh, 103.7. And uh, they're going to give uh, us the opportunity to go out there with Talk of the Town in the morning show on Saturday. Uh, Friday, excuse me, Friday. And uh, so from 7 to 9, we'll be out at the stadium. Details on that tomorrow from uh, the morning show, Talk of the Town with the Big Hen. Uh, Coach Goblin will also be on the show tomorrow, so you'll want to tune in for that tomorrow morning. But, yeah, we're going to have uh, the gang out there for TOT. Chris will be out there helping out on uh, Saturday, on uh, Friday. And then immediately uh, after post-game coverage, so when the game ends, uh, I'll be on with uh, coverage from the stadium. We'll have some post-game uh, comments for you from uh, the locker room, players and coaches. We'll have some highlights from the game for you. We'll break it all down. We may even do some phone calls. So there'll be plenty to kind of get into for that. Uh, and, uh, you know, if, if the game were to end at like 3.02 and the broadcast ends at 3.05, you get what I'm saying. We probably would just do a regular five o'clock show, but if the game ends like at, you know, four o'clock or three fifty, and then the post game goes to four o five, anything after four o'clock, if if the game is ended within a relatively close time to four o'clock, we'll we'll just go two hours on on Friday uh, from the stadium. But again, if we're gonna if the game, if we had like dueling no hitters to the ninth inning, like the Pirates had against Memphis, or, or something crazy where the game is just really swift and it's a one nothing game and it only lasts you know two and a half three hours, which I think is unlikely, but I mean who knows? Then we'll just be on at five and and probably still do that from the stadium or maybe back at the studios. Not sure yet, but right now the plan is to you know as soon as the game ends and Scooter gets off the air, we'll be in the booth. We'll give you a breakdown of everything going on uh, there and run through kind of a, a recap of the game and our normal Friday show. And if some of that spills 
throughout the four o'clock hour, uh, even the merrier, because uh, it'll probably be a festive environment still out there, I'm sure. So it's going to be a lot of fun. We'll actually have some reports from the jungle on the postgame, too, especially uh, it'll be festive there if the Pirates get a victory. So uh, there'll be a lot to, to talk about that day, and I have reports from the jungle and some other parts as well. All right. Um, we got Cedric Maxwell. I want to leave a lot of time from him because he's kind of on a thing since he's got the broadcast tonight. Uh, just trying to see if there's anything else. I'll give you a more breakdown, detailed breakdown of what's going on with um, Concert on the Common and the pregame rally and all that tomorrow on the other side of the break. So uh, let's go ahead and grab a break, and uh, we will come back, make sure we get all of our commercial stoppages in today. And a uh, little slow jam's going out. This is what I mean, Chris. All well, right, you we'll don't be- like that? <laughs> I don't like slow jams. I'm not trying to romance you. I would we'll hope be- you're not. <laughs> I'm not. Trust me. We'll be back. Tell you about tomorrow's uh, Pirate Pep Rally and also our concert in the Common. And uh, we'll have some comments from Cliff Godwin earlier uh, today we'll bring to you. Ahead on the Patrick Johnson Show. Every Monday during the NFL season, get the latest on the Carolina Panthers as Jim Zoki from the Panthers Radio Network joins the P-Man. Bring on the good stuff, universe. This and every Monday right here on 94.3 The Game. The flagship station for the ECU Pirates. Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. You don't sit behind a desk every day to earn a living. You're out and about making it happen. And sometimes you get a little bit behind on your paperwork. You know, like bookkeeping and paying your taxes. It's easy to get behind on paying your taxes. It happens to the best of us. And you know what happens next. The big bad IRS comes knocking on your door. And when that happens, you need to call the good old boys at the tax doctor. Let them do what they do best. Deal and negotiate with the IRS so you pay the lowest you can in back taxes that the law allows. We are a 100% U.S.-based company, and we've saved our clients millions over the years in back taxes. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, call my friends right now at the tax doctor and learn more. 800-918-7169. That's 800-918-7169. If you were offered more than your car is worth, would you sell it? If you answered yes, then don't miss the two-day regional car buying event at the Greenville Convention Center June 10th and 11th. We want to buy your car, and we might just offer you more than it's worth and more than a dealer will pay you. Get an offer for your car and sell it on the spot. Friday and Saturday, June 10th and 11th at the Greenville Convention Center. No matter the year, make or model, we're ready to buy all cars, trucks, minivans, and SUVs. Just bring your title, registration, photo ID, and all the keys. For more information and a checklist of what to bring with you, go to regionalcarbuyingevent.com. You don't have to make an appointment. Just drive up. We'll appraise your car and make you an offer. How much is your car worth? Find out Friday and Saturday, June 10th and 11th at the Greenville Convention Center and receive an offer on the spot. Don't miss the regional car buying event. Two days only. Greenville Convention Center. Learn more at the regionalcarbuyingevent.com. Starting with OMG, hey, it's been forever. I'm so ready to see North Carolina and turn right in 52 miles onto the Blue Ridge Parkway for epic views. Then continue ahead on Highway 12 and hit the beach and take exit 33 for a city excursion with museums, games, concerts. Sorry, I'm just so excited. Everyone could use some adventure. Get back to a better place at visitnc.com. Sponsored by the NC Association of Broadcasters and Visit NC, a part of the Economic Development Partnership of North Carolina in cooperation with this station. Thegame.com for PJ Shot Podcast and the latest news on the Pirates. This is happening. Now, back to Patrick Johnson on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game.
If you're going to uh, go out tomorrow to the concert on the Common, and you probably were because the uh, band, an Eagles tribute band, On the Border, will be uh, performing. And that's, you're not going to see On the Border anywhere on God's Green Earth for free. You will tomorrow night because of our great sponsors for Concert on the Common at uh, the Greenville Amphitheater. But you're not, I mean, this this is a group that, like, Pilk, you know the D-Pack over in Durham or like the Red Hat in Raleigh, I mean, or the the one down in uh, Wilmington, the amphitheater down there we gave away tickets last weekend, last week to. You know what I'm talking, like that size venue, right? Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. So th- this group on the border sells those kind of venues out around the country. Big names coming, huh? I like it. Yeah, and so you're not going to see this group – for free anywhere on the planet, except tomorrow here in Greenville. Now, this has traditionally been the concert on the Commons' biggest crowd each year, and that's why they keep coming back. I mean, they're they're one of the most popular acts. Everybody in the room there is pretty much an Eagles fan, right? By the way, good pull there, Chris, on an Eagles. So much better. Pilk would have played some kind of ballad or something. So good pull there. On the- I'm glad I finally picked the song that made you happy this time. Well, I might have urged you in the right direction. Your first two picks were questionable but um uh, anyway so tomorrow at six o'clock concert on the common we you know we do it at six because the sun's gonna stay in the sky a little longer for the show that kind of thing uh well as we told you yesterday this is also going to be tomorrow a pirate pep rally for ecu baseball and uh that's going to be at 5 30 at the greenville toyota amphitheater cliff godwin will be there John Gilbert will be there to direct the crowd, but and then on the border takes the stage at six. So it's going to be a really cool environment tomorrow. Uh, that'll come up at five thirty with uh, Coach Godwin and John Gilbert, and then uh, on the border six o'clock. So uh, it's free. There'll be I, I saw they they've actually got a Mexican food truck they're going to have out there. Pilk, do you know that? They've added a food truck. I got I got in on that uh, text chain today. Uh, they're going to have extra beer for tomorrow night. So this is a really a great kickoff to the whole Super Regional weekend. So this is going to be a fun weekend around Greenville. And so uh, that's what's going on. And uh, we'll have uh, we'll have a report from there tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. We'll also have Audrey LeClaire on the show. I think that's going to be a lot of fun tomorrow. Uh, did you guys uh, – you're a Packers fan, right, Chris? I am all decked out in uh, Packers merch today, yes. Yeah. And then Noah is what? Who does Noah root for? I'm a Panthers fan. It's pretty Panthers much with pro sports. It's all North Carolina. Okay, I didn't know if you rooted for some Scandinavian uh, team or something. So uh, you're so worldly. And of course, we know Pilk is the ultimate Panthers fan. He and Ben are. They get into fist fights over the Panthers. So uh, did you guys catch Cam Newton on the Pivot podcast by chance? I did not, but I heard uh, you talk about it this morning. All right, well, we're going to talk about it here really quick. So Cam Newton is sharing his thoughts on playing last season with the Panthers, uh, and it was on this thing called the Pivot Podcast. He was smoking a stogie. He had a mouth cannon going. And he said he was put in a tough situation after signing with Carolina and quickly became the team starter. This is in part what he said. My own worst enemy will always be me. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to keep it a buck. I done jumped in some up situations 
among those effed up situations, he said, I signed on Thursday and played on Sunday, talking about last year with the Panthers. And, I mean, he went through five picks, didn't get a win. Said he kind of put himself in a bad situation going to the Patriots. He's 33. I don't know. You know, it wasn't anything outlandishly odd that he said. It just was interesting that he had at least the self-awareness to to realize this wasn't a great situation. Pilk is a Panthers fan. Do you have any reaction to that? Or you, what do you say, ref? Anything to that? I mean, he's right. He wasn't some blanked up situations. Well, he definitely was, but I love the self-awareness because I've always said the biggest problem with Cam is uh, that he plays for the name on his back and not the logo on his shoulder. And I think that is what has held his career back is the fact that, you know, he doesn't buy into the whole winning is the only thing. So this self-awareness is a, is a big improvement for Cam, in my opinion. Weren't you the one that called him the Camthers? Weren't you the one that called him that? That's yeah, here. Ben and I invented that for people who, uh, you know, were more loyal to Cam Newton than the team right. as a whole and then told you you were a bad fan if you didn't like Cam. Like KC, right? Like yeah, like our guy Casey, who's uh, sitting in uh, one of the other rooms right now, and I wish could hear Is this. he really? Yeah, he is. KC in there? Okay. Yeah, he got off work early. So he's stuck hanging here. around here? Well, okay. he, we got plans tonight, but he didn't want to drive ah. all back to Goldsboro. No, I understand. I understand. Gas is high. All right, uh, let's do today's Pirate Report. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Uh, some Cliff Godwin comments. Uh, we'll get through as many of these as possible because – uh, Pilk, be ready to give the update here in a few minutes because I, I do want to allow a lot of time for uh, Cornbread Maxwell at the bottom of the hour. All right, uh, this is Coach Godwin opening statement today when he met with the media via Zoom. Thanks, guys. Uh, yeah, we just got done with practice, so uh, you know, one more day and then uh, you know we'll get to play Texas. So super excited for our guys, number one, for our fans, uh, the town of Greenville, East Carolina University, to be able to host a Super Regional against a very, very quality opponent in Texas. All right, uh, let's jump to cut four when he announced uh, that Mayhew's going to get the uh, pill on uh, Friday. Uh, Mayhew's going to start on Friday. There you go, short and sweet. Uh, And I think the right call. Uh, How this year has been um, a very player-led team. Cut five here on the vast soundbite roster today. Well, it's that way because we were 14 and 13, and all you guys said we were awful and we would never make a postseason run, so – they've been playing playoff baseball since our 28th game. And um, that's been neat. You know, I don't tell them not to dogpile. I don't tell them to dogpile. They've made those decisions amongst themselves. And it really has, for the first time in my head coaching career, been a player-led team. Uh, We feed them information. The players um, take that information and go with it. So, um, I do still feel like we're playing with house money because nobody's, uh, you know, thought we were going to be any good this year at the beginning of the season. So um, they could have very well played with pressure after the 20 game win streak was broken. But I knew when we took BP on uh, Monday that we were going to play really well. I didn't know we were going to win, but I knew we were going to play really well because of their uh, mental capacity the way they were bouncing around the field i said hey we're gonna we're gonna be engaged and it's gonna be tough to beat us at home today coach godwin earlier today he also talked about trying to contain the uh home run hitting star of texas ivan melendez we're gonna do everything in our power not to let him beat us but they've got some really good players around them so you can't just you know take those guys lightly by any means so but we're gonna try to not let him beat all right, and then uh, he talked about uh, better to be in a situation where you wrapped up early on Monday in Game 7 and you don't have to travel this week. So you get that extra day and you're playing at home in the Super. Oh, it's way better. I mean, we played, at least this year, we played on Monday at 1 where we were playing that night game on Monday night against Campbell um, a few years ago and then had to go on the road. So um, it's way easier when you don't have to get on the flight after playing a long regional series. So I think our guys will be way more rested than we were when we – I mean, that first practice at Louisville, uh, when we broke the huddle and those guys ran on the field, I was like, oh, God, this ain't going to be good. Burley was, like, dragging his legs out to the outfield. So, um, no, we're in we're in good shape, and, and uh, we're just excited to be at home. And I asked Coach about, uh, you know, they, he, he was part of the Super Regional in Kinston 
uh, back in uh, 01. And so I asked Coach Godwin kind of about the lead-up to that and uh, kind of what he's telling the guys to expect in the lead-up to this, albeit uh, on campus at home in Greenville for the first time in the Supers. Well, Pastor, that was a long time ago. Um, but, uh, no, it's no different than hosting a regional, in my opinion. And what I mean by that is as far as the atmosphere. Obviously, it's just one team. It's the best two out of three. The format's different. But um, the excitement level – the fans, the crowd, I mean, it's going to be, you know, hopefully even a little bit better than it was on Saturday night against UVA, but it's going to be just to that level of just excitement and noise, and you just got to make sure you're loud on the field so you can communicate and you can hear one another. All right, uh, we have a great cut. I, I had a follow-up about kind of his old teammates and Pirate baseball alums, but we'll get to that another time because um, I wanted to get this in. David Pierce, he is uh, – of course, was at Tulane, been at Texas, took over for after their legendary coach uh, called it quits. And then, you know, he talked about um, the environment because he's known it. I mean, he, he was he knows what a Coach Godwin-led team is all about. And uh, he, he talked about what he expects from the atmosphere in the Super Regionals this weekend here in Greenville. You have an outfield fence that's five feet, maybe six feet tall, that people are hanging over it. The bullpens are open, people are hanging over them. So the environment's gonna be even different than anything we've been in. I've been there many a times, had players have beer thrown on them, had security issues in the bullpen. Uh, they really don't care. Uh, they call themselves the jungle and they act like it. In fairness, I can't see pirate fans wasting beer. No, I've never seen beer thrown on anybody. I mean, maybe a water, an Al uh, uh, you know, Aquafina or a Pepsi. No offense to my good friends, the Mingies, but I, I, I don't see the Pirate fans wasting beer. I'm with you there. That's alcohol abuse. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we <laughs> Cornbread Maxwell on the other side. Here's Pilk with an update. Thanks, Patrick. Philip Pilkington here with your 94.3 The Game Sports Update. We will start in college sports today. Carter Spivey was named to be one of the finalists of the Stopper of the Year Award, which is giving to the best relief pitcher in the country. Cliff Godwin also announced that C.J. Mayhew will start Game 1 on Friday against Texas. Speaking of those Longhorns, they are playing the final of the Women's College World Series tonight against arch-rival Oklahoma. Game 1 is tonight at 8.30 on ESPN. The Sooners have lost just three this season out of the 60 games they have played. One of them did come at the hands of the Longhorns back on April 6th. 16th. Big news in the NFL as the Walton Penner family has purchased the Denver Broncos for $4.65 billion. That is a record for an American sports franchise. The former owner, Pat Bullen, passed away back in 2019. The Bullen family announced on February 1st of this year that they would start the process of moving to new ownership. Game 3 of the NBA Finals is tonight as the series shifts to Beantown. The Celtics and Warriors are tied at one game apiece. Boston is favored tonight by 3.5 on, on the home floor. Moving to Golf. The Live Golf Series will play the first American event in Portland, Oregon on June 30th. Two more major champions have announced they will join the field. 2018 Masters champion Patrick Reed and 2020 U.S. Open winner Bryson DeChambeau. That'll do it for your 94 through the game sports update. After this timeout, Celtic legend Cedric Maxwell joins the P-Man. Online or on the go, log on to our brand new website, 943thegame.com, to listen to The Patrick Johnson Show weekdays at 5. It might be crap, but we love it. Or tell your smart speaker to stream 943 The Game to take us anywhere you are at any time. Atavola in Greenville is your local marketplace. Atavola offers diverse menu selections, casual lunches, and family meals ready to go. At Atavola, they specialize in the creative use of fresh ingredients, seasonal menu selections, and fun culinary creations from the kitchen that will satisfy even the pickiest taste buds. Treat yourself to lunch or dinner today at Atavola, and make sure to join them the second Wednesday of every month for their free wine tastings. Atavola Red Banks Road in Greenville. I'm on site at the Gavigan Agency with commercial insurance specialist Nathan Brannon. Nathan, tell me a little bit about yourself and what you do at the Gavigan Agency. Great to talk with you, Hank. As you mentioned, I'm a commercial insurance agent for the Gavigan Agency and specialize in offering general liability, commercial property, business auto, 
and workers' compensation insurance to independent contractors, small business owners, and larger commercial customers throughout eastern North Carolina. Nathan, it sounds like the Gavigan Agency can provide just about any coverage a business owner may need. That's right, Hank. The Gavigan Agency is a fully independent insurance agency with access to some of the top insurance carriers in the region, and we offer a full host of insurance products to help protect our customers' personal and business insurance needs. As a graduate of East Carolina University, I am passionate about taking care of my fellow pirates. So give the Gavigan Agency a call today at 252-756-1400 and let them show you the benefits of doing business with someone who cares. Dogwood State Bank is changing the landscape of community banking. That term community banking is not just a catchy slogan for Dogwood State Bank. They're really defining what it means to bank local. Big banks may want big business, but Dogwood State Bank wants your business, no matter what size. At Dogwood State Bank, your business is big business. Come to Dogwood State Bank and you'll see the difference. Dogwood State Bank with offices in Greenville, Moorhead City, Wilmington, Raleigh, Sanford, and Charlotte. Welcome to U.S. Cellular. Yeah, hi. I want a new phone for free, but not just any phone. I want the newest, fastest, most storage holding 5G unlimited data using phone in here <clears throat> for free. Sure. Your choice. Really? Yep. At U.S. Cellular, we put you first. So choose any phone from any brand free. Plus, get unlimited data for just $30 a month. U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Terms apply to uscellular.com for details. We all love using Uber Eats, DoorDash, and grocery pickup. It makes life so much easier. Well, now there's cellular delivery. And the team at Cellular Warehouse has perfected the process. They will deliver your new phone right to your door with all your information loaded on the new phone. And the best thing is there's no charge for this awesome service. That's right, no charge for their delivery, and you don't have to waste half a day sitting in the cellular store. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 and let his team of experts make your cellular delivery today. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. cellular authorized agent serving all of Eastern Carolina. Just follow me we're doing it for the gram. Check out picks from the PJ Show and more. Plus, picks from around Pirate Nation. 94.3 The Game, now on Instagram. Thrilled at this time to have Celtics legend. Retired number, MVP of uh, an NBA Finals. A North Carolina legend, a true Eastern North Carolina legend. Uh, and he's uh, amping up for Game 3 between the Celtics and Warriors of the NBA Finals. Uh, it is Cedric Maxwell with us uh, here on the Patrick Johnson Show. Thank you so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you for having me. Eastern, Eastern North Carolina, all we talk about is barbecue. That's it. <laughs> What's the go-to? when you're? Because you come home a lot. What's the go-to? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm a King's barbecue guy. Over in Kinston. Solid. Uh, but uh, Starlight has, has also been a, uh, a picked up here lately over in the Aiden Griffin area. Okay. If you ever get into Greenville, there's the Sam Jones, which is part of the Starlight family. So, okay. I but, not know that. But, but let me tell you something. Uh, bring the wallet. That's all I'm going to say. And we uh, nothing against Sam. Just bring the wallet. That's all I'm saying. Okay. okay. <laughs> I, I, I understand, but I'm not. I don't think I'm afraid of Eastern North Carolina prices after eating a uh, a seventy five dollar hamburger in in the hotel room in uh, San Francisco. I think I'm good. Is that how much uh, room service was in Sanford? Seventy five dollars for a hamburger, bacon cheeseburger with fries, no drink, delivered mm. to my room seventy five dollars. Was it good? Wasn't that damn good? <laughs> I <can tell> you. <laughs> A long seventy five dollars. You probably be tasted the, the, the next day too. <laughs> well, yeah, you're hoping to, right? Um, so, so Cedric Maxwell's with us here. I want to talk a little bit about the series, obviously. So, game two on Sunday, really strong start for the Celtics, but then mm-hmm. not a whole lot over the next couple of uh, quarters, and then by that point the decision to kind of rest the starters the rest of the game with where it was in the fourth. Uh, to me, maybe a little bit of the shot selection, not valuing the basketball. What did uh, what did you see? Uh, I think for me it was more um, turning the ball over. Um, and when you give up 
22 points on turnovers, then you're already in a position right now where you uh, shot yourself in the foot. And it was a 27-point game, so you'd be your best friend if you just kept the ball in your hand and not turned it over. It, it You know, certainly, and I think some of that is on Marcus Smart. He was really, really good in game one. I don't think he had a turnover in game one, but he was a little sloppier in, in game two. Uh, which, which ver- obviously you need the good version of Marcus Smart to show up, but I mean, as you get ready for game three, a steadier performance has got to be needed. And again, he didn't have to, I think, be, you know, unworldly un- with his scoring, but at least with how he takes care of the basketball and maybe how he plays on both ends needs to be there and committed. Yeah, he has to be a lot more efficient, but I think that's everybody. I think it's Tatum. I think it's Brown. I think it's everybody out there, really. What about Golden State in this version of it? Older, wiser, maybe, uh, and and when compared to you know the ones now, Durant's not there uh, like he was for two of the previous three. But what what version uh, this version of the Warriors uh, impresses you? Because it is kind of the same three or so four uh, four core guys, and, and of course the coach. Well, I think it's Steph Curry. It starts and begins and ends with him. Uh, Draymond Green's in the mix. Obviously, you look at Steve Kerr being the coach, um, Thompson being the shooter. I mean, it's, it's the same core element, but they're older. Someone asked me the other day about Steph Curry. He said, well, Steph Curry's never been a finals MVP. And I said, does he need it on his resume to uh, complete it? I'm like, no, he doesn't. Uh, he is going. He's going down as one of the greatest players in the history of the game. And you you can only think about a few get few guys that have changed the game. Will Chamberlain changed the game. Steph Curry, you know, like him or don't like him, changed the game with his ability to knock down the three point shot. And so, in in that alone, and the one fact that he was the the only unanimous MVP ever, that that gives him already a, a foothold of, on greatness. We got uh, Cedric Maxwell, radio analyst, Boston Celtics, of course, number retired uh, with the C's, finals MVP in 81, two-time NBA uh, champion. He's got a podcast on Apple Podcast that you can mm-hmm. check out. Uh, also, you can check him out on Twitter at Cedric Maxwell 81 uh, as uh, you can follow uh, all of his uh, thoughts there on uh, everything going on in uh, the NBA and uh, the series. Uh, for the finals and and beyond. This is uh, most certainly a different Celtics uh, team from the last one that has kind of regularly appeared in the finals and uh, that that won an NBA title. So what about this particular group? Because you've done it and you've seen a lot of them. Uh, What about this group do you like? Um, I I, I like the youth, first of all. Because look at Jason Tatum. You know, hasn't even really hit his prime. Brown hasn't hit his prime yet. Smart, a young player. Um, Grant Williams, Rob Williams. So the team is chucked full of a bunch of young players. So that means you're going to have staying power. And that's what I really like about this team. Emil Delco has done a nice job of getting these guys to understand who they are. And there's a, a nice little mixture. When you think about Al Horford being one of those guys around, you know, somebody's grandpa is leading you in scoring sometimes. So it is a it's a really fun team to watch. The great Cedric Cornbread Maxwell is with us. Uh, my nephew, who um, uh, has a Cedric Maxwell card, and he's with my family in Kinston this week, and uh, well, he's, he's hoping one day he can get Cedric Maxwell to sign it. So we might work that out. Um, yeah, absolutely. But. Uh, he, I absolutely want to do that because your mom knows my mom. I, I, yeah, there, there's a connection there and all that. Yeah, yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, but he asked me. He said, "Cornbread. Why do they? He's, he's seven years old. He loves basketball. Why do they call him mm-hmm. Cornbread? I, I've heard this, but mm-hmm. I don't want to repeat it. So, what's the story with Cornbread Maxwell? Um, it came from a movie during the seventies, mid seventies. Um. Jamal Wilkes was a character in a movie called Cornbread, Earl, and Me. And he played basketball all the time. Uh, young Larry Fishburne was in this movie. Okay. And a bunch of my friends had seen the movie, 
when they came back and said, man, you look like that guy named Cornbread. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and finally, I saw the movie. I've met Jamal before and we talked, but that's how it started. And then they were just kind of teasing me. They used to call me the franchise at one time. And then um, we were in the NIT in 1976, and they said something around the reporter about Cornbread, and that was the last time I really had my name of Cedric. That's the last time I saw Cedric, and it turned uh, to Cornbread. Yeah. You know, everybody now, they like to put their initials and part of their last name as their nickname. I mean, nicknames like Magic and Cornbread, those are the great nicknames. <laughs> right? They, they what? They are names that last. And the only thing else other than that, you think about names. When you're able to call a guy one one name, yeah, then you're in. Magic, Bird, Matt Cornbread. I mean, those are, are things that you know you go, okay. You know, uh, the dream. So there there are things about that that you look and you just kinda laugh. Yeah. Um you almost you wanted to go to ECU. This is, I'm about yeah, to I'm about to break all the pirate fans' hearts. You wanted to go to East Carolina. What happened? Um, I was in Kingston, 1973. A young kid, just developing. I was six eight, six seven, six seven and a half, about 169 pounds. And uh, we we ended up playing well. My school played up well. I um, only played one year. I got cut from the team in Kingston, my junior year. And came back and made it my senior year. And we went to uh, the state tournament. And ECU, lo and behold, came over with an offer. And it was right in my back door. And they only offered me a partial scholarship. And then UNCC, UNC Charlotte came in and said, we'll give you a full ride. And I think that there was no difference in choosing that. So uh, I wanted to go to ECU initially. And um, didn't they did not give me the financial backing? I always uh, heard though that the Charlotte offer didn't come in until you played really well in the East West game. Is that entirely true? No, that's that's not true. I had they had already pursued me and already I had already signed um, uh, my scholarship offer by the time I got to the East West All Star game. Okay. Now once I played in the East West All Star game and I was the MVP in that uh, had. I think I had 13 points, 13 rebounds, and maybe about four or five black shot, block shots against a guy named Jeff Crumpton who ended up going to Carolina. And um, then everybody wanted to have me on my on their bandwagon. Uh, but I had already signed to go to UNC Charlotte and, and probably end, end up being the best decision for me. Gotcha. Uh, the great Cedric Cornbread Maxwell is with us here. I, I want to give you a couple great names. Let's go back to high school. A man I knew, uh, what a gentleman, Paul Jones. Paul Jones, my, my coach, he was still mad at my mother because um, I was actually a year ahead of my graduating class. We uh, moved to Hawaii when I was young. I started school uh, when I was five years old. So my class, my my age class, should have been the year after. So Paul always said, says if you only had it one." I'd have had him two years instead of one, and we could have done so much more damage. So Paul Jones was that guy, great coach, understood the game, uh, was and, and you know just really was a, a mentor towards me for me. Uh, Lee Rose, Lee Rose called him. We called him the Silver Fox. Had that silver streak of hair in. Just passed away recently. Yeah. Man, great gentleman, uh, great coach. Understood again the complexities of the game. Um, had me, I, I think, actually, uh, my junior year, going to my junior year, um, Clemson wanted to pers- uh, was trying to get me to come down to um, uh, their school ah, uh, and leave the, UNC Charlotte. The portal before leave- the portal. It was the portal before the yeah, portal. Yeah, yeah. But it was the illegal portal because uh, <laughs> it, they weren't. My coach uh, was Bill Foster at the time. Right. who ended up coaching in Clemson going to Clemson from UNC Charlotte right. and uh, he wanted me to follow with him and uh, kind of gave me a few overtures and you weren't supposed to do that at that time and I actually wanted to go to Clemson just to be playing in the ACC but at the, at the last moment he kind of you know kind of persuaded me in, in a, a kind of forceful way to say no nah, you're not going there I, no 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 we're not doing that 
Yeah, Bill Foster, but then Lee Rose, too. And Lee Rose, I guess, uh, eventually went to Purdue for a couple years, was in South Florida for a couple. Then he was in the NBA as an mm-hmm. assistant for a good while, uh, for really yeah, the rest he, of his career, too. Yeah, he was at, um, he was at uh, let me see. I know he was in Charlotte for a while uh, with that team and went, went did a couple of things there. And uh, I think he finally finished his coaching career, you know, as an assistant coach for one of the uh, – one of the NBA franchises. Yeah. Yeah, I think he was in Charlotte in a couple of incarnations uh, as as well. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so a couple of things for you. We appreciate the time greatly here. Uh, you're the, the, the guy you, – you, you might have talked a little when you played, right? You were, you were conversational when you played, right? Very much so. Okay. Uh, who was the most conversational guy back to you? Ooh. <laughs> and a lot of those guys, you know, had a – uh, Moses would uh, fumble through his words as he was taking out his mouthpiece. He would always say a couple of choice words and, you know, talk about how he was going to kick my rear end. And um, Bernard King talked a little bit when I was playing against him. Uh, Magic. Uh, Wordy didn't really say that much when, you know, we played against him. I was more of the talker. And um, so there were, there were quite a few guys that, you know, gave a, Pretty good conversation. One right. was Pat Riley. I talked to Pat Riley when we were playing, when the Celtics were playing them in this, in the last series. And I was telling Pat a story, and it was essentially we had about four or five guys from, at least about three guys at the end of the bench who weren't playing for the Lakers who were screaming and yelling at me, telling me how good I wasn't. And um, <laughs> when the ball, there was a timeout, the ball goes over near Pat Riley. And I'm taking the ball out. The referee is about to hand me the ball. And uh, I told the referee, hold up a minute. He kind of looked at me like, what are you talking about? And I said, Pat, do me a favor. Put one of them dudes in down there. <laughs> and Pat's just turning around like, hey, you, come on, get in the game. This guy, Larry Spriggs, and he comes in. I score on him about 10 quick points. And as he's going back in out of the game, I said, the next time grown people are out here working, you shut your mouth and sit down. And a few more choice words. Right, that. right. And uh, he, he went down. Those other other two guys were still screaming at me. He just dropped his head like, okay, I had enough of that. I, I'm good right now. So, yeah, there were always guys talking in the NBA. What is your uh, – what's a good Larry Bird story you might could share with us? Um, I think one of the best Larry Bird stories I always have is I tell the one where it was – I was on the court with him and Pete Maravich. Oh, and wow. – um, Pete Maravich, great player, obviously a Hall of Famer. Uh, got him at the end of our career. Larry is, you know, it just started probably in the third year. I was in my fourth year. We're on the court, and uh, Pete um, Pete passes the ball to Larry. Pete's man runs down and double teams Larry. Larry forces up a shot. He has a timeout, and, and Pete's over there on the bench and said, Larry, Larry, you're forcing up a shot, man. You know, they're double teaming you. And Larry looks up and says, if you were any damn good, they wouldn't be double-teaming me. And I just about died. And and Larry with a few more choice words. So it was always just kind of strange to be around him. He was was a character in his own way. Uh, So I I, I love Larry as as a player and and a a, a teammate. You know what's crazy? uh, That he would say that to Maravich, who – I mean, you know, because you were you're from North Carolina. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he was the guy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, he, he was, was the guy. Yeah, he, he he was he was the guy until Father Time catches you. Yeah, well, no, Father he was on Time the back nine. You. He was on the back nine. Yeah, Father Father Time catches you. You're not the guy anymore. You're the guy <laughs> next to the guy, next to the guy to the guy. So, right, uh, Pete had kind of seen his better years, but you know, I remember seeing him in college. Uh, playing with uh, the Carolina Cougars at the time. I saw him drop 39 on Dr. J and uh, his team in about three quarters. It it was unbelievable in the Charlotte Coliseum. All right. um, Just great to have you on. A a few words for game three, kind of keys for both sides. What are they, Uh, Celtics Warriors? Celtics not turning the ball over. If they don't turn the ball over and uh, handle their business on that side, I think they'll be – They'll do well. Uh, they're going to have to also meet the uh, combative nature of um, Draymond Green, uh, who has turned it into like um, uh, soccer 
soccer, hockey, whatever <laughs> it is. And he's putting these four or five games together, uh, rugby. Uh, but uh, he's been very aggressive. So the Celtics have done – Celtics did what they need to do. They won game one in, um, in, in, in San Francisco, and now they just need to take care of business at home. San Francisco, home of the $75 hamburger. So there you go. Um, uh, you can, and then, you know, San Francisco, New York, any of those four season hotels or Ritz Carlton, yeah. all the teams stay in now. Don't get room service. Leave the damn room and go someplace else. <laughs> you weren't getting room service as a player. You were, and you weren't staying in the Ritz Carlton as a player, were you? No, we stayed at the, the Marriott. That's what, <laughs> that's, that's what we're at, the Marriott. So we didn't have, uh, we didn't have all that to do back then and, now, uh, essentially, the teams have a um, a training table, uh, very yeah. much like football, where the where the players go down, they get free breakfast. They have a chef that comes in and cooks them. You know, the hotel chef will come down, and make them breakfast. They'll have dinner, uh, you know, before the game and after the game. So players don't starve the way we did when we were playing during the eighties. <laughs> it was hot dogs and suds back then. I think. Oh my God! Hot dogs and suds. Uh, 1984 <laughs> championship game versus the Lakers. Seventh game here in Boston. My meal of choice was a Big Mac, a fry, supersized that with apple pie. So that's how I played that game. That's how I started out that game. There you go, and well, it worked out. So that's that's the big thing. It worked out for for you and the mm-hmm. Celtics. So, hey, thank you yep. so much. I really appreciate your time, and uh, good luck to Boston uh, the rest of the series. All right, take it easy, buddy. The great Cedric Cornbread Maxwell. Uh, All right, we will uh, wrap it up on the other side after this. We'd appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. We are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching. 94.3 The Game. And 94.3thegame.com. For over 100 years, the families at Bertie County Peanuts have been growing and selling peanuts. Much has changed since 1919, but quality is still number one. So if you're looking for great North Carolina snacks and gifts, look no further than Bertie County Peanuts. Small batch, hand-cooked, and 100% guaranteed. You can't go wrong with their gourmet peanuts. Shop online at BertieCountyPeanuts.net, and your order will be delivered right to your front door. Bertie County Peanuts, a North Carolina tradition. Are you ready for a new career? An amazing company chose Greenville to be the home of their nationwide contact center. Victra is the largest independent retailer for one of the nation's largest cellular providers, and Victra's Greenville contact center is growing rapidly. Victra is now hiring multiple positions for consumer sales, business-to-business sales, retail store support, customer care, and operations support. Benefits include incredible commission potential, paid face-to-face training, medical, dental, vision, paid time off, a 50% discount on your wireless bill, access to wages prior to payday, and 401k matching. Victor is now hiring both full and part-time positions, and top performers earn $25 to $28 an hour. All of their sales and service opportunities are inbound only. No outbound cold calls, no telemarketing. You will earn top dollar for every sale you make while working in a fun environment with a team of motivated professionals visit pit-jobs.com to apply now Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. This isn't your regular cola, so this isn't your regular cola ad. No beach parties or family barbecues here, just Nitro Pepsi, the first cola ever infused with nitrogen. So forget everything you thought you knew about soda, because that nitrogen gives us a whole new experience. Think an infusion of smaller bubbles for a cola that's got a lighter, smoother texture. And don't get me started on the pour. You don't pour this like any other cola. We're talking turn the can completely upside down and watch as those bubbles cascade into the glass to create a frothy, luxurious foam topping. Can your cola do that? I didn't think so. Unless you've got your own Nitro Pepsi, 
In which case, cheers to your great taste. Because you already know that the only thing better than the poor is the unapologetic cola taste. What else is there to say? From the creamy foam to the smooth texture to its unbelievably delicious flavor, this is cola like you've never had it before. Time to bring your taste buds to the next frontier. New Nitro Pepsi. Smooth, creamy, delicious. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. Uh, enjoyed having Cornbread Maxwell on. That was awesome. And uh, he was great. Could have been a pirate. <sighs> All right. Um, we will be back tomorrow. I'm very excited about Audrey LeClaire being with us. We'll also have a check-in uh, from uh, probably Mark Miller on what's going on down in... Uh, Concert on the Common, the Pirate Pep Rally. So we'll get that off the jump tomorrow. It'll be a lot of fun. All right. Uh, big thanks to Cornbread Maxwell. Big thanks to intern Noah, Chris, the ref. And we'll catch you tomorrow. Tomorrow morning, Cliff Goblin on Talk of the Town. So join us there. But also here, Audrey LeClaire tomorrow evening on the Patrick Johnson Show. Have a great evening, everybody. Need a leash, I'm a beast, I'm an animal Heat the competition up like a Hannibal Know the game like I wrote up the manual I do weekly what you do on the annual MVP, that decision unanimous Big dials, I don't think they can handle this Battlefield, it's just me and my warriors Guaranteed we emerge victorious Here's blessed Eating, working, living pain-free These are a few of the things many of us take for granted Yet for many United States military veterans Finding and affording oral health care Is a challenge many of us don't think about Dental Lifeline Network is looking for dentists Who can change this DLN is asking dentists and their teams to volunteer to see one veteran with special needs one time per year. Visit willyouseeonevet.org to learn more. That's willyouseeonevet.org. In times of fear, World Vision has been there for the most vulnerable. For the last 70 years, we've stood with kids and families during some of the world's hardest times. Through natural disasters, war, and disease, delivering life-saving aid and support, helping rebuild lives, and empowering entire communities to lift themselves out of poverty. And we're doing the same today. Because rising to these challenges is in our DNA. And with every act of courage, faith, and love, at home and abroad, we do more than just stop the spread of fear. We replace it with hope. Learn more at worldvision.org. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard. Aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station. WRHD HD1, Farmville, Washington, Greenville. Greenville's home for sports 24 7. 24 7. 94 3 the game and 94 3 the game.com.